0: It's the Progress Pod, a production of the Franklin County Coalition for Progress. I'm Pete Mazzoni. What is it that makes an area attractive for business and economic growth in the 21st century? On today's show, we'll delve into that question as it relates to us in Franklin County, PA. Our guest, Mike Ross, has been a relentless and articulate advocate for job growth and business expansion over the last 30 years as president of the Franklin County Area Development Corporation. This from the FCADC website. The corporation is responsible for initiating, implementing, and promoting a comprehensive economic development strategy. The strategy is centered on the retention and expansion of existing companies, the selective attraction of new industries, and the startup of new businesses. Under Mike's direction, the FCADC has facilitated more than 745 projects throughout the county. The projects have resulted in more than $1.88 billion of new investments. Most importantly, the projects have created and preserved nearly 48,000 employment positions. Let's take a closer look at what all these numbers really mean for our area. Thank you for being with us today, Mike. Thanks for having me. I'm going to start out with a big question. Mm -hmm. You've been at this for 30 years. Tell us about some of the changes you've seen.
1: Oh, the, the changes have been remarkable, uh, and and some of the 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 projects that you see today, for instance, the Chambers Five Business Park uh, off of Wayne Avenue, or the uh, Wayne Avenue Retail Center where Giant and and so on uh, where where they're located, or you look at. What's taking place at at up, up off of Walker Road at Exit 17? Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't an, an exit an exit 17. So the the county um, 30 plus years ago, uh, and w- we still are, are a rural county by definition, mm-hmm. uh, and and we're still very agrarian. Uh, but but in terms of the, the the industrial and commercial development that has taken place it's night and day mm-hmm. uh, compared to where we once were as I said we we just take for granted uh, some of these projects that are here today when, when mm-hmm. chambers five when I came here that that was there was a livestock au- auction <laughs> where, where sheets was mm-hmm. or, or now the the uh, medical marijuana district um, retail outlet right. um, and and the, you had uh, you know, a, a dirt road leading back to a farm, and, and really? it was actually two farms, and you couldn't get across the railroad tracks in a vehicle. Uh, and then oh, you God. had this open area. I took my kids back there, we picked blackberries, uh, and, <laughs> and, and so on. And today we drive back there, and it's yeah. it's uh, one of the uh, most successful industrial parks in south central Pennsylvania, really? so it, it, yeah, it's worked remarkably well. And without going, um, sideways here, which I'm capable of doing, Uh, I I think it also points to the fact that the borough of Chambersburg has been one of the few incorporated uh, municipalities in in the Commonwealth that's been able to experience organic growth, Mm -hmm. Uh, because most most are landlocked in a way that everything has been redevelopment. And and within the, the borough of Chambersburg, everything that's taken place off of Wayne Avenue, all the development has taken place at exit seventeen. Mm-hmm. That the, what's made that work, it's been in the borough of Chambersburg. Okay. Um, and, and so there's been significant growth that, that's taken place. But overall, what what has made Franklin county, uh, the, the the genesis of our of our development has been location, and it's been you know the fact that we're situated on uh, one of the most uh, heavily traveled interstates in the United States. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, that that location and access to I-81 has really facilitated a lot of growth.
0: Mm -hmm. Sure, great. So let's talk about exactly what you do Mm -hmm. at the FCADC. You know, what is, I guess, let's go back. Let's go to the central mission Mm -hmm. that you have. Discuss with us the central mission. The
1: central central mission is is, uh, to the retention and expansion of existing businesses Mm -hmm. Uh, the selective attraction of new industries that's going to allow us to grow our economy uh, with family-sustaining jobs and to also assist individuals who are looking to start businesses. Mm-hmm. And what we try to do is avail the resources that, that may be available at the local, state, or federal levels that will, will allow that to happen. So um, we, we do a lot of, of financing mm-hmm. for, for small for any size businesses for that matter, um, but that financing is typically structured to induce um, conventional lenders to participate as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so we were able to provide that, that, that type of financing that will help. We, we provide site location services, uh, and oftentimes, and, and what our role has e- evolved into, we are a facilitator. What we try to do. Is when a an individual or a business comes to us with an issue, uh, we try to identify what it is and figure out what resources, in addition to the site selections services or financing, services that might be needed to to to, to assist. It could be mm-hmm. um, employee training. It it could be some kind of tax issue. It it could be an infrastructure issue. But we try to. Uh, identify the resources that can be brought to bear to help solve the problems.
0: Okay, so businesses will come to you, right? and what do they need to provide? Some form of proposal? De- depending,
1: depending on what they're looking to do. If they're looking to expand their, and they're looking to invest in, 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 in uh, capital investments, be it to expand their building, to buy machinery and equipment, yeah, what we, what we typically look for is a business plan uh, that, that will show us exactly what the project is. And interestingly, that's the biggest challenge for small businesses, mm-hmm. especially those individuals who are looking to start businesses. They have an idea of of what they think is needed, uh, and and they've already uh, you know gone from point A to point Z, uh, <laughs> sure. and, and they know where this in their own mind where this is going. The challenge is, is to get somebody to put that on paper mm-hmm. so it can be evaluated. And and that is critical for, for a successful business. Uh, because, and, and what we talk about is once we put the business plan together, it's either going to validate that you have a really good idea and this should be successful, or it's going to say, this I thought this was a good idea until I really had the chance to look at it, mm-hmm. and now that I'm looking, it may not be as good an idea as I thought it was. It keeps people uh, and, from getting and, into trouble. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. that's the whole. And and so, but to that point, we if and if it's somebody saying, I don't know how to put together a business mm-hmm. plan, so what we'll try to do is a referral to the Small Business Development Center at Shippensburg University, uh, and and those folks are. are you know, funded in a way that they can provide that assistance at no cost, mm, but they can put together that plan that then they can bring back, and and it doesn't matter if they're looking to get financing from a conventional lender, from FCADC, or a combination of the two, mm-hmm. or they're looking for you to invest in it because mm-hmm. you're going to want to say if I if I make this investment or if I lend this money. I need to know that I'm going to get paid back at some point, sure. and that your plan works. And, and ideally, if it works the way we think, you're going to be successful, and that that's good for
0: everybody. That is. And then, do you also go out and court businesses to try and draw them to the area?
1: Did, in, in certain cases, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we what we have focused on, we we don't spend interestingly, and we've had a, a lot of success with with businesses moving into the area. What what but we don't spend a lot of of effort marketing the area. We simply don't have the resources to go out and and do that. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, if we start talking about Franklin County, a lot of folks would confuse us with Columbus, Ohio, because Columbus, Ohio is located in Franklin County, Ohio. So what we try to do, though, is we understand where we're situated, we understand what... So we we try to to put together information and, and materials that if somebody is interested, that we can respond to exactly what their needs are going to be. We can identify sites for them. We understand our infrastructure uh, capacities and, and wh- where we have needs. We understand our labor markets. Uh, and, and so, and, and we're connected into the community that we can bring the, the appropriate stakeholders to the table to help those businesses. But having said that, um, over the last couple of years, what we've we we have been working very uh, closely with some of our original equipment manufacturers, Volvo Construction mm-hmm. Equipment, Manitowoc Crane Group, JLG, uh, Johnson Controls, and others. And what we've what we've done with them is, for their success is becoming increasingly dependent on supply chain relationships. Mm-hmm. So they and, and and most of these all those companies are global in nature, yeah. and they're establishing global uh, re- relationships with their supply chain. What we've said to them is the the, the, the resources that we can bring to bear to, to support Volvo are, are going to be really on the fringe of what matters to them. They have the resources they need to yeah. do whatever they need to do. Where we can be helpful though is looking at those suppliers that they wanna bring here who are typically smaller in nature mm-hmm. um, have different kinds of needs, and the resources that we can avail can be very very helpful to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so we have targeted our recruitment uh, at, at, at that supply chain. And we've and, and interestingly, there's been a, a a big push with some international companies moving here to do that. So we've um, over the last uh, five or six years, we've done several international recruiting trips and knock on wood um we we've been successful each time that somebody has come back with us where'd you go we uh we have been to brazil on multiple occasions uh we have been to ireland to slovakia um and, and to Germany.
0: And, and what specifically were you courting on these trips? What businesses and industries? The, the,
1: the companies that have come back have all been either suppliers um, or, or have a, a relationship with one of those original equipment manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vetter Forks, as an example, is, the, is a family-owned business based um, uh, outside of, of, of Frankfurt, Germany, uh, Bamberg, actually. And um, they, they manufacture the forks for forklifts. They have a and it's one of those somebody has to do it. You never think about somebody has to manufacture those forks. They're they're the second biggest in the world at what they do. They they have a very strong relationship, in particular with Volvo and JLG, um, and and they ended up coming back. They 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 bought a facility out in the Letterkenny or the Cumberland Valley Business Park out at Letterkenny, um, and today employ probably fifteen or twenty people. And, but they see this as an opportunity to, to grow. grow. Sure. Uh, we went to Ireland and, and um, we were able to recruit um, um, Burnside AutoCill, which is a uh, hydraulic cylinder manufacturer okay. of JLG. And um, while we were there, they, we were talking about a location uh, and, and a facility they thought they wanted. I said, you know what, we, I, I know of a building that's going that could be available and we looked at it and literally we were sitting in their in their offices in Ireland and they said that building looks perfect and 2 weeks later they bought it wow that's um, fantastic well, which, which, but anyway so we and we've gotten uh a machine parts uh, uh manufacturer out of out of uh Sao Paulo Brazil Torcomp which is located here uh we have um you know folks uh, an, an in, a company called um Wepro Infrastructure Engineering which is actually based out of India, but we met in Brazil, mm-hmm. and they are Volvo, preferred supplier Volvo, mm-hmm. and they're out in the Chambers Five business park at, at this point. So, so you're really filling up that business so park the, the business there. park is filled. Oh, fantastic. It, it's it is filled, and, and um, interestingly, um, we're, we're, I just came before this uh, session, they're over in the Waynesboro area, there's a small um, industrial park called the Wharf Road, Industrial park, mm-hmm. in, and that is now filled in again. Most of those companies, interestingly, have moved across the line from Maryland.
0: Lower taxes, well,
1: uh, yeah, uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, it's re- it's less regular. I mean, our businesses complain about regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, the Maryland businesses complain even more about regulation, okay. and some of them, and for them, it's a you know, it, it's been in the, uh, a way to um maintain their workforce, but 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 but. Take advantage of of Pennsylvania's tax environment. Sure.
0: Well, let's get into the uh, 2017 Mm -hmm. report if Mm -hmm. we can. Um, Did we have a good year?
1: 2017 was an outstanding year, and again, it's based on the fact that that the economy is in overdrive right now, and it gets, you know, it, it gets talked about nationally. But but we are we are ideally situated and. Again, it goes back to the fact that we're on Interstate 81. Mm-hmm. So, and what we talk about, and, and what you see a lot of, is, is the, the the big box distribution centers yes. that are being built that dot 81, literally from Harrisonburg, Virginia, up into New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you'll see them, but uh, we are that next wave of of major distribution. Channel so you you'll see at, at exit three in in at the Antrim Commons yeah, the Business one Park just went up. yeah at, at exit twenty four in the United Business Park in Shippensburg. but there is there there are great opportunities for that and then as further up you go uh, in the Cumberland County you'll see a, a greater number of distribution centers. Mm-hmm. It creates the perception. This is something we're very concerned about. It creates the perception that all we are becoming is a transportation and logistics sector, right? And and we we are working very hard to make sure that that we're going after the OEMs sure. and the OEM suppliers, and we're courting the and and catering to the defense sector. And I'll come back to that in in a, in a sec- second. But when you start to one of the one of the economic development issues in my opinion, that we don't fully understand is the impact of e-fulfillment, this e-commerce that Amazon is at the forefront of, right. uh, and the fact that, you, you, uh, you know, that uh, the, the, the impacts on labor, uh, the impacts on school systems, mm-hmm. the impacts on transportation are all issues that, that we uh, have, have, I think, not taken enough time to study. Mm-hmm. What we look at, you know, we we all complain now. 81 is beyond capacity, okay. And and there's and it's a become a dangerous highway, very yes, candidly. It is. Having said that, you know, and we all complain about the trucks, okay. At the same time, we all want to order online and have our toilet paper <laughs> delivered to our house. Well, of course, okay. <laughs> But what that does, it adds to the truck volume right. on Interstate 81, both into the warehouses, coming out of the warehouses. And, and so we're, we're increasing the traffic, not decreasing it. And, 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 when, and we're, we'll start to gear up in, in August as we go into the Christmas season. Right. Okay, from, from, a, from a retailer's they will all be hiring seasonal employment. And when we talk about seasonal employment... These centers are hiring in the hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Not, they're not saying, we need you know, 15 10, people yeah. to, 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 to fill you know, various. We're talking about, can we find 500 people?
0: Now, what percentage of our economy does the distribution centers represent, though? Right,
1: right now, it, 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 if here, it, it, it's probably, and I'd have to go back and look at it, but it's not- It's not it, as big as people might think. Not, not yet, mm-hmm. but, but it, it's growing, on, on, it, 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 and it is growing okay. significantly. I mean, at, at Antrim Commons right now, uh, there's a million square feet just built that that is filled. There's two million square feet to two and a half probably that will get built. Okay, the projections are with the fulfillment at that location, it'll be three thousand people there probably within the next five years. Okay, if do we
0: have the labor to staff these? Short
1: answer is no. Mm-hmm. The, but but and if you're the Greencastle School District, which has been growing. Um, significantly over and they're candidly saying we we, we don't have any room mm-hmm. and and so we need we we loved the tax base that will eventually get created but we have to get from here to there right. to be able to to manage the growth that we're, we're so a, again uh, when when you start looking at the effects of, of the the transportation logistics it, it, it is significant and again what we're trying to make sure that everybody understands um, is that we have these OEMs in the area. We have a major defense sector in the region. I mean, we look at the defense sector in South Central in a 50-mile radius Mm -hmm. of of Chambersburg. It is significant. We're familiar with Letterkenny and the 3,800 people it employs. But you have the the War College in in Carlisle. Mm -hmm. You have the, the, the Distribution Center in Cumberland. The Navy Parts Control Center in Mechanicsburg. You have Fort Indian Town Gap, but then going the other way, you have Fort Detrick, mm-hmm. which is the biological control center of of, of the of the Department of Defense, mm-hmm. and then you have um, some some installations down in the uh, Eastern Panhandle, of West Virginia. It's it's a huge industry sector, yeah. but but sometimes we we we're not cognizant of, of how important that it really is. so mm-hmm. it's trying to make people aware that you're seeing on 81 the visible signs of growth are these big boxes but to understand that we're, we're working very hard because we have to we, we, we never want to be in a position of being dependent on one company or right. one industry Most sector. definitely and if you go to Carlisle right now again and I'm, I'm, Cumberland County is the fastest growing county in the state. But when you look at, when you look at Carlisle, there's a, there, they don't have the same diversity no. that we have. They right. have a lot of, of distribution, and, and it is eating up a lot of land. And, and, but long term, I'm not sure how how. Right, how
0: that and that is. brings up kind of, are these jobs the kind of jobs that we want? In the area, because well, as you say, they're seasonal. Which- well,
1: well, well they're, they're not all seasonal by by any means, but but there's a seasonal component to it. No, I, I again, I think what we're trying to do is create the the full specter of, of job opportunities. I mean, it's important to us that we're able to attract companies. And when you go go to these manufacturers, again, the the the, the common perception is. Uh, because it gets, uh, uh, you know, identified in the press a lot. Well, they, they need welders or they ma- need machine operators. You're going to probably 35% of the, of the folks at Manitowoc don't work on the factory floor. These are college-educated, right, right. high-end high end, uh, uh, employment positions. Mm-hmm. That are, they're, they're engineers. They, they're they accountants. They're, they're, they're technical uh, support teams. Uh, they're like white their management jobs, their, yeah, and, and 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 they need those folks, and we want to make sure that they, that we're in a position to recruit. Them. And, and And so, along those lines, one of the things I'm most excited about, uh, and and is that Shippensburg University now has be has evolved into an engineering school as a way mm-hmm. to address that. Two two things that they're doing, not only are they addressing the engineering, because at, at Ship you can now get. A bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, civil engineering, software engineering, and and computer sciences. But you can also get a supply chain management degree. And and so when you look at this transportation logistics sector, that supply chain management, th- those those all those all those graduates are being placed. All right, okay, they can and, w- they can and,
0: walk and, up eleven and get a job at Volvo. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And
1: these are and these are these are good positions. Yeah, sure. So it so the idea is. We, we need but we don 't want to get dependent on an industry sector where where the wages are are kind of capped at low to to, to, yeah. to, to middle income low middle income i should say and and because it puts a lot of pressure on families and, and student i 'm i 'm sorry going to jump
2: in here yeah. are the lower end jobs are are they everything they were promised to be for for people still you have those uh more skilled and white-collar type jobs with these places, but mm-hmm. are the lower-end jobs, the box handlers, package handlers, are they still what they were promised to be for these people? Are they able to make a living off the, these jobs? The, the,
1: more and more, Jeremy, they, they are. And, 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 and I say that the, in, in terms of wages year over year 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 over year from 17 into, into 18, uh, and this is coming from our South Central Workforce Investment Board, uh, wages in Franklin County are for about 8%. Um, but I, I, but what you're seeing because of the labor, uh, shortages, employers are, are, are being forced to raise those. So you're starting to see, uh, entry level positions at some of these distribution centers, Starting at at, at fifteen and sixteen dollars an hour, which is on an annualized basis thirty to thirty-two thousand dollars a year, and they're offering benefits. Uh, and, and they're offering benefits. They 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 have to, or they, they they know that that they they if they're going to attract and retain, they they have to be competitive. I mean, you you I mean, and, and to, to put this labor um, situation uh, in perspective, I mean, it, it affects everybody. My my wife and I were coming down eighty one. Um, a couple weeks ago, and we stopped at, at a McDonald's uh, outside of Hershey on 81, and and this is at eight o'clock at night. and We w- went went through the drive through, and they said the drive through was closed. Went inside, the drive through was closed because they couldn't find enough people to man it.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: so that labor shortage, and so you're so you'll see the fast food industry right now I who are they they've had to raise. Wages that, again, be it Sheets or Rudders or the fast food places. Well, that's,
2: that's good to hear because you do hear stories of people that get stuck with a temp agency for a lot right. of these entry-level jobs, and they're just... There in that indefinitely it seems from a lot of cases and it's hard to get the benefits. But if what you're saying is becoming more the case, yeah, yeah, that's
1: I, great. It, it is becoming more the case. Again, a lot a lot of companies still. I mean, the staffing agencies are are a, a part of our landscape at this point. Uh, a lot of employers will use them uh, as a way to be able to recruit uh, and and also as a way to evaluate. Uh, so that, that if, if, if 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 it's a ninety probation right. day probationary period. That that they they they're not on their um they're not having to pay the UC right uh, cost. They're easier to
0: release if it right. doesn't exactly. work out. So I want to circle back mm-hmm. to this transportation issue. Mm-hmm. In the first part of your report, the 2017 mm-hmm. report, you talked about uh, our location mm-hmm. being central, and you know we've got this truck traffic. There was talk of an infrastructure plan being coming out of D.C., but I guess that's kind of gone quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any talk in Harrisburg of an infrastructure improvement plan? Well, the,
1: the infrastructure improvement plan re- really took place uh, about three years ago with the, with the increase in the gas tax. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and depending on your perspective, I personally think it, it, it what, was a tax. We uh, If we're going to build the infrastructure, we needed to tax yes. to do that. Um, you know, uh, but I think in terms of Harrisburg doing, I, I think that everybody's going to defer now. To the federal government, in mm-hmm. w- my opinion, we 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 need an infrastructure bill, and, 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 and not only in the context of looking at. I mean, it, it becomes obvious here of, of eighty one. We need to the the idea is we need to expand it, but I think we need to look comprehensively as a nation yeah, at at, at our at our telecommunications infrastructure, mm-hmm. at at our at our electric grid. at at our water and sewer infrastructure, and it's just not... It's all antiquated. And and the genesis of development is infrastructure. Mm -hmm. I mean... As I tell everybody, you we you can have the greatest piece of real estate in, what you think is the greatest piece of real estate in the world. If if there's no capacity or no opportunity to flush a toilet, right. you're not going to build there. Right. Um, and, and and so I think we we need to look at that. The, and, and in Franklin County, what would be what's interesting, and this really goes to the labor situation and we're we're, we're as tight as we are now. Mm -hmm. We have the companies who build the equipment that builds the infrastructure. Mm -hmm. That's what Volvo (laughs) does. That's what Manitowoc does. That's what JLG does. And so, and they've all been, you know, growing over the last two years. Mm -hmm. Their employment is up and and it continues to, to be strong as we've been recovering. But if we get an infrastructure bill, that's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be a challenge, and th- and and candidly, um you know, and, and without going off the rails politically, that's what makes the immigration issue so complicated. I mean, we we simply don't have enough workers that that we can manage the growth that is projected. It's great yeah. to say we want to bring everything back and make it in America, okay? But we, but we need a labor force that allows us to. We're we're right now. Running at an unemployment rate of three point three percent in Franklin County, three point eight percent nationally. Which, by all um, you know, if, if you talk to any economist, they will tell you at that point you're 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 be essentially at full employment right, and right. beyond. So when I get f- employers saying, "Man, we we simply can't find good employees," my my response is, "That's because they're all working." Right. Okay. Uh, you know. So now we're trying to to really the challenge is how do we address and train those who don't necessarily have the skill sets to to walk into the work. For, and that's for a lot of reasons. It, 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 there's a it could be transportation related in terms of you know you're, you're in an area you don't have. It, you could be generational welfare where you'd say you know what I th- this work concept is, is new. I don't have I don't have a role model to to. to uh, it, it could be mental health issues. It, there, there's a whole set of factors. That could be impacting why someone is not in in the workplace, and and so it's concentrating resources on how we can train those folks and and make them employable. Very candidly.
0: So let's talk about the immigration issue a little bit, mm-hmm. um, mainly sticking to the employment around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what percent? How does how do you handle? You know, somebody comes to you and says, "I I, I need workers. I can't find any."
1: We, we immediately will connect them with the Franklin County Career Link. Uh, whose job it is? is go, we will we will connect them at, at and and the career link falls under the the jurisdiction of the South Central what we call South Central PA Works, but it's the South Central Workforce mm-hmm. Development Board. We will connect them with, with with those folks as well because they may be able to look at a more regional approach to bringing employees in. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you know, we're going to try to understand who what kind of employees they're looking for in terms of skill sets is it connecting them with our franklin county career tech center mm-hmm. is it connecting them with uh our universities well but we're, we're trying to understand um uh, you know wh- you know what exactly who they're trying to recruit sure
0: all right let's get into the report mm-hmm. um let's talk about some of the su- the successes that uh we've had here locally well i i,
1: I think that the, the, the there's been a number of successes uh and, and when we start looking at um uh, places like Wharf Road, uh, and, and I want to talk about that right now. Over, over in Zellinger, um where we're working um, very closely with, um, uh, we're, we developed a 20,000 square foot spec building. Now, which was, was that
0: in an old peach orchard? Apple. Apple.
1: Well, orchard, yeah, okay. but yeah, we, I know uh, the road. Uh, actually. Yeah, okay, we now refer to it as Zay Miller Drive. Okay. Okay, uh, and and that 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 park has, has worked well. But what we were looking at, how do we create opportunities for the the, um, the 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 Manitowoc supply chain? So we built what is a you know we so we'll spec twenty thousand square feet, you know, because one of the other challenges we have is we don't have a lot of in, inventory of space. Mm-hmm. We built twenty thousand square feet. I was just over there this morning. It'll be completed in three weeks. As it turns out, it, it, the the company across the street, a company called PhilTech. Is going is buying that building, and they're going to be expanding their operation. What do they do? PhilTech, PhilTech, you're going to say that that's a great question because some, you have certain companies that produce things that we take for granted. Sure. And PhilTech in the industrial threading business. And threading in general. So when you when you're using your dental floss, do you ever say who makes this stuff? No, PhilTech makes it. <laughs> if you're burning a candle, do you ever say who makes these wicks? Okay, <laughs> they, they, they make the. If you buy a Toyota car and you say and you look at the the, the, the stitching on uh, in the car, they do the stitching. If you buy a Lazy Boy, I and mean, they have a That's global global outreach and are based in Smithsburg, Maryland, mm-hmm. but they 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 they. The first expansion at Wharf Road. They're buying this building, so we're excited. Also, what's going on is Jamison Door, which is a manufacturer of doors over in over in Hagerstown. They 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 saw this building. They approached us. Could we do something similar for them? So we're building fifty thousand square feet right up the street from them.
0: Now, will that be their main manufacturing? No, facility? no, they'll they'll, okay. they'll, they'll
1: they'll stay. And, and part of and so and, and to that point, I'll come back to successes. One of the things that we also look at. I mean, we're in, locationally, we're in a unique area, okay? And, and our tagline with our neighbors to the south uh, is, we are four counties, four states, 40 miles. Interesting. Okay? So, and, and, and in many ways, especially for the southern end of Franklin County, Hagerstown's the commercial epicenter, mm-hmm. far more than Chambersburg is. If you ask people in Greencastle where they're going Friday night, Hagerstown. Them, they're going to Hagerstown. Yeah okay? And, and, and But it's 11 miles through Maryland, and then you're in the Martinsburg, Berkeley County, West Virginia, in the Martinsburg area, which has been done incredibly well. And then you're down 26 miles further, you're in the Frederick County, Virginia, mm-hmm. the Winchester area. So when we look at, at growing this economy, it, it's important that, that we compete with them on projects, but we'd much rather lose to, to Washington County, Maryland or Berkeley County, West Virginia, than we would to York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, We're a north sense. south economy. We're trying to build this and 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 create employment and and raise the the the, the tide for everybody. Right. You know, and if we can do that, because um, we people Drive back and forth. I tell folks, you know, it, it, if you're familiar with the Harrisburg area, it, it, if you're if you live in Marion, driving to Hagerstown is easier than driving oh, yeah. from Hershey to Colonial Park. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So and, and, and so you know, it, let's it, hope it remains that way too. And, 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 well, that, that's that's what we're trying. <laughs> so so we, we work back and forth. But one of, one of the other major success stories of 2017 was the the um, expansion of Atlas Copco. Uh, which is now known as Epper Rock, as of about a month ago, over in, in Fort Loudoun. And, and the beauty of this is, it, it's in the western end of the county, and um, and, and, and Atlas Copco approached us at F- F- FCADC and said, look, we want to expand... Uh, we've gotten permission out out of Sweden to do this. Now, what do they do? They they manufacture the, the, the drill bits for the mining industry. And they're a global company of 45,000 employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and of all places, what they did is they, we built 50,000, 60,000 square feet uh, of, of space for them. And it's right, if you drive out Route 30, mm-hmm. as, as you go through the light uh, at Fort Loudon, and the Milky Way will be off to your right, you'll see this big building on on your left that okay. that's that's their campus now and it's a, the the beauty of this is um they consolidated operations out of Utah, New Mexico, and and the Dallas Metroplex area, and moved it to Fort Loudon. Wow! And, and and they now they, and they have increased their employment by about a hundred people. Now,
0: what kind of jobs are they? What kind of what kind of jobs are they uh, offering?
1: Production jobs, um, uh, management jobs. Uh, the, the, again, the full gamut of, mm-hmm. of manufacturing. And and if you talk to those folks over there. Yeah, I mean, don't say, you know, I, you know I, I graduated from James Buchanan, I may have gotten an associate's degree at HCC, I never envisioned myself being able to travel the world, yeah, and they're sure. traveling the world working for these folks. That's great. But yeah, so that, that's been a big deal. Herbrook uh, Poultry Ranch has committed to building a major uh, egg production facility over in the mercersburg area as well which will be a 90 million dollar in investment wow. and when done it'll be about 190 million dollars um, about 190 jobs that will be affiliated with it again we'll run the it's a full game from entry level to, to to college graduates uh but they it's an incredible operation and they're one of the if you eat eggland eggs you're eating her brook eggs. Okay, so
0: so it sounds like you're getting that diversification that you what we, we want. want. We,
1: we want to make sure we hit. We, we're trying to address every industry sector, and we want to make sure we hit every part of the county. Our, our committed goal every year. The, the district we have the hardest is fan Middle, but we want to try to do at least one economic development project in every school district because we want to make sure that the businesses understand. We're, we want to support everybody. Green Castle, Chambersburg, Shippensburg—they're on 81. The, the growth in Waynesboro has, is big enough and it's industrial enough that the But when you start going over into the, the the Mercersburg area or up into Willow Hill and those areas, it becomes more challenging. Yeah, and, and, it's and more t- rural. But we—but there are still viable businesses, and we want to make sure that, that if, if there's somebody looking to do something and we can be supportive, mm-hmm. we want to do that.
0: So you've got all these businesses and mm-hmm. then comes the question of workforce retention. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you're approaching that because it, my understanding, I've lived here roughly 20 <coughs> odd years, mm-hmm. there tends to be an exodus of young people. Um, they, they graduate high mm-hmm. school or, mm-hmm. and they, they want to you know go somewhere else. How can you kind of counter that and how, what are you doing to- Well, c-
1: I, I think again, it's, it, it's the, 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 uh, there are a couple things going on. Um, and I think in terms of attracting diverse number of businesses, I, I think that, that the, the regional economy is, is helping to grow. Our proximity to Washington and some other metro areas is, is helpful. Um, so I, I think that, that and again, the, the, the making the connection, part of, part of the challenge we've had with with, with our business community has been, if, if they're looking for entry-level production pos- positions they believe that workforce is here mm-hmm. if they're looking for um a, a, a upper, l- level. upper level they don't believe that workforce is here interestingly we have a number of our young people who believe the same thing that if they're looking mm-hmm. for for employment that those jobs aren't here right and that they have to go somewhere else and and um and, and so it, we're trying. We're working harder to make those connections through mm-hmm. ship, through Wilson, through uh, through Penn State, Mont Alto, and and the like. Um, but the other the other part of it is I think there's been I, one one of one of the the um, organizations that I, that I'm 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 strongly supportive of is is the the creation of the 1130 network, oh, where sure. we're, where we have young professionals that have. An, a way of connecting with one another, mm-hmm. uh, and, and because going forward, that the future, the, the future of the community is tied up with the folks who are twenty to forty exactly. years old right exactly. now, and what their vision is. What my what doesn't matter, in my opinion. You know, it's great that people come to me and ask, "Well, what what do you think we should be doing?" I can be helpful, but I should not be leading that vision going right. forward. Right. It should be folks well, whose people. community they that they, they were wanting that, that they want it to be in in the future and I think we need to be very supportive of organization and plus if, if you are if you're being recruited at, 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 at you know coming out of college by one of our Oems it's this, this is a great job but i want to i need to meet people my own age right you know i don't i know they want a nightlife yeah yeah, they want yeah exactly you, you hired me but i you didn't, you didn't adopt me
0: right. okay
2: <laughs> and, and so i need to i need to find other people my own age mm-hmm. yeah
0: and so is that i'm sorry go ahead
2: David. no i was just going to jump in and say this is where quality of life definitely absolutely. comes into play yeah. with yep. the, and and uh, things like, like vibrant communities yeah, and downtown, absolutely so.
0: yeah let, and let's let's go to downtown let's mm-hmm. talk about it uh what kind of uh development are you seeing for the I, I
1: i think you know interestingly i think the next five years will be transformational for the borough of chambersburg in particular i think that um what what we're seeing in turn and, and it, it gets spearheaded by the, the courthouse project and, and 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 i think the county's efforts to 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 move a lot more of their operations to the core downtown tell, tell
0: expand on the courthouse project a little bit. maybe not everyone's familiar with it so,
1: where, where the, the, the 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 county is going to Essentially, do a, a, a new courthouse for for and to also um, to 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 expand their administrative capacity down on on North Second Street as well. But the courthouse will be tearing down the Chambersburg Trust Building on mm-hmm. on the square and some other buildings and build, building a new a, a new facility which is needed on, for on a lot of different levels. Sure. But if they they're they're also talking about. Moving a lot of their administrative functions, which are currently being housed on Franklin Farm Lane, and mm-hmm. moving those to the downtown, the downtown, which street. brings more disposable income downtown. To downtown, mm-hmm. but I, I get excited about what's going on on North Second Street with you know the, the the Gear House and the Roy Pitts yeah, on Third Street and Janzal and the butcher shop, what they're doing and and so on, uh, and and the the library project, which I think was that's fantastic, great. The, the renovation of the four chambers building on on king too. street if you go that's a those, those are as nicer offices as you're going to find uh, who's, anywhere who's in there right now uh it's a company called um uh, uh, i got, got nove in my head but it's um it's the what, navajo development yeah, corporation yeah, right? yeah it is and i and um and i and, and their name is escaping that's all right mines. what do they do do you they're they're, they're a defense contractor. Oh, essentially. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, that's a fantastic building. Oh, it's, building. it's, it's great. And right on, right on the stream. Mm-hmm. It, it is beautiful. But then the, fur, the further down downtown you come, I mean, the borough's doing the the addition. Central uh, Junior High is being redeveloped, and there's going to be a new um, a Valley Housing Valley Community Housing Corporation is going to be building a new um, a, a new housing project down on the what, what the Stevens. Mm-hmm. Chambersburg uh, School District property down on
2: on on South Main Street. Okay, I was going to ask, where are we with the Central High School project? It, it, it,
1: it is moving, Johnny. It's slower than we thought, um, but the the, the apartment uh, are expected to be uh, ready. I um, mean, the the the, um, the bids are, are out, and and hopefully a contractor will be selected within the next forty five days. And I think that, that Verma is telling us that they will be available for rent. Uh, ideally, by about April 1st of next year, we're in conversations also with some uh, institutional users for the other part of central that that I'm pretty excited about right now. Hopefully, we can bring that to fruition. And if we can, I think that would um, be, be important. The, the big the big challenge downtown in Chambersburg, in my my opinion, is Southgate, yeah, and yep. and, and, that, and that's that's an ownership struggle. Yeah,
2: I have one more thing that affects downtown. Mm-hmm and the vibrancy of downtown and you talk about all this growth that we have surrounding us a lot of it involves large trucks Mm -hmm. and there are two ways through chambersburg there's 30 and there's 11 and we get so many trucks from these businesses coming right through our downtown and it 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 kind of affects your ability to you know have a have a good time sometimes Mm -hmm. downtown Mm -hmm. hold a conversation in front of a store or a restaurant is there anything moving at all with a with a rerouting of trucks around chambersburg is there i know it's, at, it's at, been discussed at, for years at, at this but, uh, point
1: no and, and and what complicates that that matter and, and again it goes back to one of the reasons why we need 81 to to be widened. although i'm not sure it solves the problem in and of itself but when there's an when there, there's an accident on 81 all of a sudden, those trucks oh, yeah. are being rerouted, and, so, oh, yeah. and and and, and it, they're coming through, you know, every town, yeah. and, and Chambersburg in particular. And it really, it, it's a combination of things. You got these trucks coming through town that that tie up traffic. You're not exactly sure what they're bringing through town, and um, <laughs> you know, I that's a nervous. problem. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and 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 it's just, it's just, a, it. But you you bring up a good point of, of what can we do to? And right now, I'm not sure that there's a. Mm-hmm. There, that, there's an easy. There's yeah. not an easy solution. It
2: just seems for, at some but, point it's yeah. going to come to a head. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So looking, go, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry.
0: Looking ahead to you know the future, uh, you know what, what's what's in store for us.
1: I I, I think that the we're we're in a, within Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania overall is a is a fairly stagnant state. Yeah. And I w- I would argue from a policy standpoint, and I'm at the point now where I should be advocating just the opposite uh because i'm and, at the senior level or very close to it right now <laughs> uh, okay um but but in pennsylvania we do a great job of creating incentives for seniors to move here but we don't mm. do anything for young people to stay here right and we need and we need to look at how we we address balance that uh, out. We, we absolutely have to balance it but and in in pennsylvania but w- within pennsylvania so you're asking. The, the growth that's occurring in Pennsylvania, in my opinion, is, is if you get is on, it, the perimeters are 81, Interstate 81 and 78. So if you get on Interstate 81 at State Line mm-hmm. in Franklin County, drive to mile marker or 89 in Lebanon County, Interstate 78 will split off and go down through the Lehigh Valley, Allentown. Mm-hmm. About every, every, the 15 counties that, that that touch 81 or 78 or fall into that southeast quadrant. They're all doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, outside of that, we, we, we are not doing nearly as well as a state as, as we should be mm-hmm. so having said that we we are located in in that in that quadrant and we also have this four state um, uh, uh, you know growth that's taking place our challenge right now isn't whether we can create economic development our challenge is whether we can manage it and and, 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 and create the kinds of jobs that we want um, raise the the, the the quality of life, to, to where it's very attractive to the, the people want to move here uh and, and, no, and so are here. you
0: involved in that because that involves things you know like jeremy's bringing up kind of quality of life mm-hmm. parks museums uh, restaurants. Yeah. We, we absolutely
1: yeah one, one of the, one of the frustrations that i have is is for pennsylvania we need to overhaul the pennsylvania liquor control system yes to, to allow for because everybody says why can't why can't chambersburg be like, be like Frederick. Right. Part, exactly. Of, part part of the issue, and this isn't to condone, pe- you know, the, the, the people walking up and down the streets drunk. But the the, the fact is that if you want to create these little uh, bistros, they can't afford to spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a liquor license to, to seat forty people.
0: How does okay. that carry on? Is, is is someone's interest being served <laughs> by you know?
1: Well, part of the issue would be that that how do we f- if you paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars for your license? Yeah,
0: right.
1: How 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 do we? That's not fair to you if, if we sell right. Jeremy one for 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 five thousand dollars. Right. Right. But my 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 suggestion would be okay. Let let's do an appraisal of of of, of come into Franklin County. You know what? The average liquor license right now is whatever it is, so if you have one, we're going to compensate you. We're going to write you a check for that going forward. Balance it out. We're going to we're all on an uh, on an even playing field. Yeah. So, do
0: you feel that if that changed, you know, downtown? I think it. Op- I think
1: it opens up far more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, it. I think it. it you, you get the because I, I see restaurants and, and those beasts as part of the the arts environment, right, and, and so on. And, yeah, I think I think it opens up. Far, far, more opportunities. Yeah, you
0: go to downtown Frederick, and you know, it's you don't see drunken people stumbling. No, you don't. All over you the You don't. Place. It's not that kind of situation. You don't. So. And and
1: I think that the, the folks that are moving in here, I mean, one one of the interesting industry sectors that we rarely talk about, but is the one that is is the dominant industry sector, and that that is is the healthcare, mm-hmm. and you know, that's and, a big one. And, in and, this and county. As we attract. More health care—that's disposable income mm-hmm. uh, moving in into our area. But folks are looking for how how to. I mean, when you're when you go on vacation and you go to some of these towns, and, and you say, "Man, that's a nice park system, and it's a nice walking trails, and they had these, they, they, you know, they they took advantage of the water right. if they have it." In, I mean, we we are not we have the the, the capabilities of doing the same thing, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's got to be it's got to be. Um, feasible cost-wise right. to be able to do it and if we're going to you know if we're going to restrict folks from being able to that, that, that creates a problem and i'll add
2: one more issue that comes into play here is that the local communities can't tax alcohol in any way so they're not going to be able to build parks based on right. taxes from liquor right. sales it all goes to the state so mm-hmm. uh.
1: no i, I think it, 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 there needs to be a significant overhaul and it would affect in my opinion it would affect uh, communities uh, not only here in Franklin County, but across Everywhere. all 67, yeah. all 66 counties, because Philadelphia seems to be okay. Yeah, yeah. On, Philadelphia's yeah. doing okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: they have
2: exceptions yeah. there, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. But uh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Um, that's kind of all the questions I have. Um, <laughs> if there's something else you want to, uh, no, no, it's typically
1: if you ask me what my favorite colors, you get like two hours on blue. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I had, I, no, I, I, again, again, I just think we're 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 in a position where we we need to manage growth I think that um and 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 we need to be um committed to to economic diversity and I and, and the other area um that I I think that, that we have changing demographics here that are that are very significant yeah. and I think that that we need to really be looking at at, at um you know um Insti- especially at the institutional level, but at, at, at every level, uh, greater inclusion to, 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 as, as we grow mm-hmm. the, the community, um, and it's it's been interesting, um, the, the dynamics. And Chambersburg's gonna be the, the most impacted of all our communities, the county seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that's where that, that's gonna take place, and I think that, in um, most, but I think that we, we need to, 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 to do a better job of when folks move into the community be able to to welcome them and direct them to resources right. that, that can assist them.
0: There is actually one other issue I wanted mm-hmm. to address: uh, transsource. Mm-hmm. Um, where is where is FCADC on? The oh, Transource we are we are, issue? we
1: are we are absolutely opposed to transsource. I think it's a project that has um has that has never been able to demonstrate its benefits to Franklin County.
0: As far as I understand, Um, there aren't
1: any. There aren't any. There are negative effects, if anything. Exactly. And I think that um, to build this power line through Franklin County to to impact our community, you talked about building quality of life, and then you say- This is destroying quality of life. We have a 130-foot tower in in the Lowe's parking lot, really. Uh, Or we have a 130-foot tower on our cross-country course.
0: It's, and okay. it's going across Falling Spring. Exactly. Which I is mean, a nationally renowned uh, trout fishing. Exactly.
1: Uh, so we've been opposed for opposed to it from the beginning. Uh, we think it negatively impacts our, our tourism and travel industry. We think it negatively impacts our uh, agricultural sector. Uh, and, and, there, the, and there's no benefit. And, and when I look at it, and, and, and it's interesting because um, I, I get to see these economic forecasts in uh, a lot of projects and, and de- de- depending on who p- provides them and, and you look at the... The, the, the economic imp- forecasts that were developed here are, are so uh, misleading uh, and, and that, that may be an understatement. Um, but the, the, the fact is... And, and my, my question has been, so you've given these forecasts that say, you know, trying to make your case, TransSource. Right. Okay, so now you build these towers... And a year from now, we find out these economic forecasts were are, wrong. We're wrong. Are you going to come back and take these towers out? And say, <laughs> oh no, sure, yeah, we, definitely. We got it wrong. Yeah. No, we, we're stuck with them forever. And and the best testimony that I heard uh, at at the um, at New Franklin about a month ago was from um, what what I believe to be a a maybe still a practicing attorney. She's uh, a, a lady from West Virginia. Whose grandchildren live in Franklin County, so she comes up here regularly, mm. and 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 she's represented folks in, down in West Virginia in particular on the similar same kinds issues. of issues, mm-hmm. and and so she took Transsources and PJM's numbers and did this analysis. You say that the, the, I'm just using your numbers, the number of of customers and and what current rate. And, and and based on what she analyzed, and this is for the people in the Beltway, because there's no benefit to us. No, it's all going south. Okay, thirteen cents a month. Well, that's 13 the thing. It's cents just a month.
0: They're just trying to. It's an efficiency project. That's that's all it turns out right, to right. be, and that that's the tiny margin they're trying to right. make a make a nickel off of. And 13 and, cents.
1: and and they've never been able to provide numbers. And what what so you ask about FCADC? What what was interesting when the trans source. Team came to, to to see us. I mean, as I said we were opposed from the beginning, um, and 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 they were taken aback. They they actually literally said, "Well, you know, well, we thought you guys would be before because this is economic development." I said, Dude, "This is not economic." They're development.
2: selling it with jobs. Hey, That's hey, jobs. Those, <laughs> those, those jobs yeah.
1: are are temporary jobs. Yeah, of folks, right. and, and and no matter if when they when they build the courthouse, there will be construction jobs. Okay, when the courthouse is finished, those jobs—what are they going to start? What are they going to build a second courthouse? Right. Uh, you know, they—they—they they leave and go somewhere else. Right. Uh, and, and, and that's so, a very
0: specialized workforce as well.
1: Right. So yeah. So the, the 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 impact from an employment standpoint is negligible. And it's interesting you're trying to make that case at a time when the labor shortage—we're is having trouble finding people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, so that, our, that's our, not the what's issue. What's going to happen? I mean, are the forces going to align? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, and I hope I'm not naive about this. Uh, I, I believe that, in, in, from the standpoint that, um, you know, when I, when I, that that the judges heard, in my opinion, compelling testimony, uh, in opposition to this project. The only folks that testified for it were the construction workers,
0: right. okay, mm-hmm.
1: and and then, and to me they're not even a, a valid stakeholder in Franklin not County. Uh, no, no. So I, I'm I'm hopeful that you know that that, that they heard that they are hearing it, uh, and and they will, um, you know, do the right thing. Do, do the right thing. If it, I mean, there are a lot of folks that believe. Instead, it's a done deal and Transource wins. Let's hope not. If you
0: uh, want to learn more, you can go to stoptransource.org. They currently have a, I think it's a GoFundMe campaign to pay their legal bills. Um, Learn more about this. This is huge.
1: Yeah, this is a a terrible project.
0: This is is a terrible
1: project. I mean, I've had people in tears talking about, we're getting ready to build a house. We built it for the Scenic Vista. And now they're gonna, and it's not going to be on our property, but we're gonna to have to look out at this tower that they're gonna build in our backyard. Yeah. You know, essentially,
0: our for back people yard. listening, you should you get into this, and you should be mad. I mean, this is Absolutely just one of those mad. issues that we all need to come together on this and stop this, this from is, This is
1: a bad. This is a bad project. It
0: is.
2: I'll just add that you can also go back through the Progress Pod archives to find a whole show on this. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> Good. true. We, we Good. did a whole show Good. on
0: it. You can learn everything you need to know. Okay. Mike Ross, thank you so much for thanks being for with us today. Me. I just want to let everybody uh, who's listening out there know that Mike is, a again, a tireless advocate. Uh, we love what you do for Franklin County and keeping us um, you know employed and, <laughs> and well, keep trying. things moving. <laughs> thanks. So thanks for coming <laughs> thanks, on. Thanks
2: for having me. Yeah, thanks. Okay. All right, Jeremy. All right. Yeah, I'll just take one more opportunity to plug the next Common Grounds Speaker Series session, which is coming up on Saturday, July 14th, featuring Ezra Thrush of Penn Future. He'll be speaking on environmental stewardship, and that's July 14th from 10 a.m. until noon at the Coil Free Library in downtown Chambersburg. These are put on by the Franklin County Coalition for Progress, held every second Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon with uh, free coffee from Brussels Cafe, and it's at the, uh, or rather in the conservatory at the Coil Free Library. Also, coming up on August 5th is the first ever Franklin County Pride be held at Wilson College. That's Sunday, August 5th. More information on that can be found at fccforprogress.org. You can also find more information on Common Grounds speaker series there, and you can find more on the Progress Pod. Again, that's fccforprogress.org. You can also send us an email at progresspod At gmail dot com, and And if
0: you're out there and you're listening, and you've got somebody that you know is interesting in the area, or maybe you think we should talk
2: to, we'd love to hear. Send it our way, yeah, definitely. All right, thanks, thank you.